the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Join us today as Pastor Draper deals with the subject of divorce in this message entitled Divorce Pandemic. Pastor Draper will be speaking from the Old Testament book of Malachi, chapter 2, verses 13 through 17. Some of y'all can't forgive because you don't even want to forgive. You don't even think about it. You don't even ask yourself the question, should you forgive? You That's not even an afterthought. If you don't want to, you won't. I tell you what, some of y'all get so mad at folk, you don't even want to pray for them. Now, y'all know I'm telling the truth. Now, if you know if you don't want to pray for them, you know you ain't going to forgive them. Excuse the English. You ain't going to forgive them. The Bible says pray for your enemies. Doesn't it say that? It's all in the Bible. Some of y'all get so mad, you're too mad to pray. You like your condition. Although you know it's not right. I, I, I ain't got over it yet. Well, you better hurt them get over it. 20 years still trying to get over it. Because if you don't hurry and get over it, it's going to bring about your own demise. You don't have to be 20 years trying to get over something. I'm still trying to be healed. Hurry up and get healed. So you can be productive. So you can help somebody. So that you can be a blessing. So your wife can like you more. So your husband can like you more. Your children can want to hang around you more. You know? So uh, if the spirit of forgiveness is not the longing of one's heart, it will not come. Number two, apart from the Holy Spirit's enablement, it is impossible to forgive. Don't you realize the Holy Ghost have to help you forgive? Now, now I know there's not a soul in here, I don't have to ask you that question, that somebody at some point and in time have hurt you. Someone has hurt you and has hurt you deeply, whoever it is. Somebody has shared your innermost secret. Somebody stabbed you in the back. Somebody you gave all you could and did all you could to receive the kind of treatment that you've gotten. Some child has hurt you. Some child, some husband has hurt you. Some wife has hurt you. Some boyfriend has betrayed you. Apart from the Holy Spirit's enablement, it is impossible to forgive. The Holy Ghost has to help you to forgive. Without the Holy Ghost enablement, you'll not be able to forgive. You can't do this thing in your flesh. It's bigger than you. You need help. You need some help. The Bible says, apart from me, you can do nothing, says John 15, 5. We want you to have a Merry Christmas. And some of you, you don't need a gadget. You need forgiveness. That's the greatest gift you could get this Christmas is a forgiving spirit. That'll be the best Christmas. That's better than anything you can put under the tree. 
Think, think about it. It's the, it's the best thing that you can put under the tree. Number three, forgiveness comes when your will and fleshly desires are subjugated to the will of the Father. Forgiveness comes when your will and fleshly desires are subjugated to the will of the Father. Matthew 26, 39 says, he went a little farther and fell on his face and prayed saying, oh my Father, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will. Forgiveness come when your will and fleshly desires are subjugated to the will of the Father. In other words, you put your, you put your will. Jesus said, not my will. And that's what you got to say. You got you to think like Jesus, not Randers' will. Yep. Not say your name. Say it not. Say it a little bit louder. Not will. But your will be done. Because my will, I knock them out. I slap their face. Amen. My will get in the way. Don't tell him what I do. Amen. You, you, you still, listen, you still got fleshly desires and propensities in you and inclinations. Yeah, you saved, but if you don't think spiritually, your flesh will get all in your way. You tell somebody what they need to hear. You know you will. Some of y'all will tell them where to go. And that ain't right. We here to save people from hell. You know, won't y'all say amen? The worst thing you can tell anybody, you go to hell. Oh, God. Do you know how, how don't you ever fix your mouth? Don't you, you telling your husband to go to hell? Your wife? Don't you ever fix your mouth. You repent of that. You know, you know, someone once said, all of us ought to spend five minutes in hell. Just five minutes. Somebody said that a long time ago. All of us would, would street ministry would be packed. When it comes to knocking on those doors, I think third Saturday, whatever that Saturday is coming up, it's in your experience. Man, I have a thousand folk out there telling folk about Jesus because you've you got some hell sin on your clothes. You know why we, we lackadaisical, we're witnessing and can tell folk to go to hell? Because we don't, we forget about the seriousness of hell. Hell is a horrible place. You dying and never die. Burning and can't even burn up. Eternal torment. Misery. Suffering. Every opportunity that you had to receive Christ and you excuse your way out of it, will be replayed over and over in your memory for all eternity. No jailbreaks. No plea bargains. A, a separation, separation without God. Out of darkness. It's a horrible place. Wailing, weeping, gnashing of teeth. Hell is a horrible place. And that's why we try to preach the hell out of folk. Number four, 
One has absolutely nothing to gain from an unforgiving spirit, but everything to lose. One has absolutely nothing to gain from an unforgiving spirit, but everything to lose. How many of you know that that you have absolutely nothing to gain from an unforgiving spirit? Let me see your hands. Come on, just be honest. How many of you know that you have everything to lose if you don't forgive? Then why can't you? Why can't you? Why can't you? If you have nothing to gain and everything to lose, why can't you? Number five, some would rather lose all than forgive all to their own detriment and to the detriment of their family. That's big. It gets bigger. Some would rather what? Lose all. Huh? Some would rather lose all than what? Forgive all to their own detriment and the detriment of their family. They would rather calculate their losses rather than experience victory. Some would rather what? Lose all than forgive all to their own detriment and to the detriment of their family. They would rather calculate their losses rather than experience victory. Lose your family, your husband, your child. You won the war, but you lost your family. You won the war, but your husband's gone. No one wants to be around you. You're lonely now. You're depressed. Satan don't show you the other side until you get to the other side. Now let me get to the signs of forgiveness. I said signs early, but here's the real signs right here. The signs of forgiveness. Number one, when the word of God rules and reigns in your, your life. When the word of God rules and reigns in your life. Signs for forgiveness. When the word of God rules and reigns, then that's a true sign, indication that you can forgive and will forgive because the word has authority and preeminence in your life. The word of God. When it is activated, when it's ruling and reigning, then uh, uh, forgiveness is no issue because the word uh, uh, just moves you to do what needs to be done. Number two, when you can love the one who has hurt you the most, that's a sign of forgiveness. We've all been hurt. When you can love the one who has hurt you the most is a sign of forgiveness. Number three, when you can pray for and with the one who has hurt you or one you don't like. When you can pray for, now some of you will pray for them, but you won't pray with them. You know, when you're really forgiven, not only, you see, you can pray for, for somebody at your house, but to pray with them, you got to go to them. I pray for them. I ain't holding her hand and praying. Uh, no, I'm going to turn this side. I can't pray with this one. Listen, not only you ought to pray for, but when you're really forgiven, you can pray with someone who has hurt you or someone you don't like. Number four, when you can serve the one who has wronged you. Now, that goes even farther. When you forgive them, you can pray for them. You can pray with them. Now, because you pray with them, you can serve them. When you can serve the one who has wronged you, 
doesn't like you. How many of y'all have somebody that don't like you? I got folks that don't like me. All you got to do is start talking about Jesus. If not, listen, you talk, everybody like you, you lying. Everybody don't like you. Matter of fact, the Bible says, woe be unto you when all men speak well of you. It ain't all like Jesus. And he was perfect. We're not perfect. And everybody like you? When you can serve the one who has wronged you, doesn't even like you, or one you don't like yourself, and then doing random acts of kindness for the one that don't like you. Now, you can't do that apart from the Holy Spirit's enablement. You got to have the Holy Ghost to help you do that, okay? Random acts of kindness. Add that onto your note if you're writing that down. Don't skip that. What the Lord is telling me to tell you is do some random acts of kindness to the very one you struggle with. Don't just write it down and say that was a good message. It ain't good till you implement it. By doing a random act of kindness to the very one you struggle with, the very one you don't like, and if you can't do it, you got a problem and you need to deal with it. You need to get over yourself. Y'all ain't saying amen. Y'all grunting. It's just it's like cast all and spinach. You need to eat it so that you can be made well. My question is, do you want to be made whole? Now, if you want to be made whole, do it. Jesus did it. He died on the cross and provided salvation for the very ones that was crucifying him. You're talking about an act of grace and kindness. And aren't we followers of Jesus? Aren't we Christian, Christians? Aren't we, aren't we disciples of Christ? You must do. And God's going to get you if you don't. Number five. Speak words of blessings upon them regularly. Speaking words, speaking words. A sign that you have been, a sign of forgiveness is when you can speak words of blessings upon the person you struggle with regularly. I mean, you confound them. They can't argue with you. Even if y'all not together anymore, even if you're divorced, you, you can still be civil. You can still have a decent relationship because of how you respond. You know, it takes two to fight. And some of y'all, yeah, you better not, I couldn't help it. Yes, you could. My mouth just went, my mouth nothing. With Christ, all things are what? Possible. Speak words of blessing. It's sound. It's healing. It's helpful. It's wholesome. Number six, when all sense of resentment and bitterness has ceased. You can look at that person, whoever they are, whoever she is, whoever he is, whoever that person used to have. Used to, some of y'all under my voice used to be good friends with somebody. Could be even in the church. Could be old classmate, neighbor, friend, buddy. Now you're not even talking. It's up to, it could be a husband or wife used to be good friend. On and on it goes. 
But, but when you can look at that person after all you've been through with them, and there's no sense of resentment and bitterness that rises up in you because you have forgiven that person is a sure sign you've been forgiven. I mean, you can see them. It doesn't bother you anymore. That's not a sore. Your stomach doesn't start churning. You don't need help with pills to go to sleep because you saw so-and-so. Oh, I saw. I, oh, God, my day is bad. I, I glimpsed them. You know? And sometimes God fixes it where you can run right in. The vet, you know, the people that you want to see, them the very one God will just make you run right into them. It's no accident. You trying to run away from them? Listen, God's going to fix it again. <laughs> you're going to run right into them. They, they, and what you're going to do with this? What you're going to do with it? Number seven. Now, these are new ones, you all, for y'all who were here last week. Get your pants ready now. Number seven. When you reflect the character of Christ toward the one who offended or hurt you. A sign of forgiveness. When you reflect the character of Christ toward the one who offended or hurt you. Reflecting the character of Christ. I mean, how do you reflect the character of Christ to the one who has hurt you? Whatever they've done to you, you give them grace back. Whatever they've done to you, you give them love back. Whatever they have done, you give them mercy back. You say, but they don't deserve no mercy. We don't either. We don't. Who would here deserve mercy from Christ? None of us. And yet God gives us new mercy. How often? Every morning. New mercy. Great is thy faithfulness. Morning by morning, new mercies I see. All I have need, thy hands have provided. Great is thy what? Faithfulness. How many know God's been faithful to you? How many know God's been merciful to you in spite of yourselves and your shortcomings and your sins? And we, who in here deserves the mercy? Your enemy or your person you don't like, they don't deserve it, then give it to them. Give it when you give it to them. You say, I don't have any. Stop lying. If you got Jesus in you, you got some mercy. You got some mercy. You got Jesus. Now, if you don't have any Jesus, I know you don't have any mercy. Because when Jesus comes, he, he mercy us up. He fills us up with mercy. And some of y'all full of mercy and won't give it. Oh, God, help me today. When you reflect the character of Christ. Number eight, a sign of forgiveness is when you possess the joy of the Lord. That's a sign of forgiveness. We just sang a few minutes ago, joy to the world. The Lord has come. But you know what? Some of y'all are saying joy and ain't no joy. Y'all, if you don't have a forgiving spirit, you don't have joy. And Jesus came in the world. The angel told Mary, I bring you good news of great joy. 
Great joy. And that's what Jesus brings. Great joy. Great joy. Some of y'all can't sing, oh, come let us adore him. The vodka don't bring joy. It brings sclerosis of liver. A decrease in brain cells. It brings out the fool in you. But don't bring joy. And everything else I can't name. I ain't going to ask y'all to start naming them because you had like you got a memory slip. Johnny Walker Red, slits. Come on, help me here. What else they got? Huh? What? Oh, Revis. Oh, Olivas or something. Y'all got to teach me those words. Huh? What else? Gang Ray. Jane Ray. You say, I don't. <laughs> Boy, I can't pronounce none of those words. That's good. <laughs> some of y'all pronouncing them too good. They go on a happy hour. If I got to have happiness on for an hour, I don't want it. I want joy. I want joy. Here you are. God has brought you all the way through. You're not on an operating table. He's brought you through danger, seen and unseen. You can look at your children, you can count them, and they're all present and accounted for. You got clothes on your back, roof over your head. You can eat. You got, you got hot water. You don't have a deep appreciation for hot water until you go to the third world. And that water hits you cold, you start repenting for not thanking God for hot water. You got hot water the last time you thank God for hot water. And yet no joy. That's an insult to God. It's a real insult. No wonder you can't give toward nothing. No wonder you play God so cheap. Forgiveness is so critical because it extinguishes bitterness, resentment, and anger. Some of y'all are too angry. Christ enables us to forgive as we keep Jesus as the object of our focus and depend exclusively on the Holy Spirit's power. Philip Yancey said, and I quote, forgiveness works, but it doesn't make sense. Getting even makes sense, but it doesn't work. He said forgiveness works, but doesn't make sense. How do, you know, to forgive somebody who's done all that to, to you, and then you, God say forgive them, now, that doesn't make sense. And you're supposed to do it? I tell you what makes sense is when they do something to you, get them back. But it doesn't work. Forgiveness heals relationships. It delivers you from bondage and ushers in freedom. It restores your joy and is therapeutic to the body. Some of y'all got migraine headaches because of a lack of forgiveness. Some of y'all have high blood pressure because of an inability to forgive. Some of y'all have ulcers because of an inability to forgive. Some of y'all are stressed out 
and you're paying the doctor when you need to be going to Dr. Jesus. Here's a new website, another one. I think if I can get, oh, God help me. Guard against a spirit of negativity or criticism. If you're going to preserve your relationship with anybody, husband, wife, friend, neighbor, co-worker, a sibling, a church member, guard against the spirit of what? Negativity and criticism. Turn to Psalms 141. Psalms 141. Turn there, if you will. Psalms 141, verse 3. <laughs> I love that one. Psalms 141, verse 3. Help me, Holy Ghost. Psalms 141, verse 3. Set a what? A guard, O Lord, over my what? Keep watch over the doors of my lips. Lord, tame my mouth, my tongue. Set a guard over it. Psalms 19, 14. Psalms 1914. Turn there for heaven's sake. Look what it says. Psalms chapter 14. Look. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my what? Be acceptable in whose sight? You, thy sight, which means your sight. O Lord, my strength and my. Listen. When your words are acceptable to God, they will be acceptable to your spouse. Did you get that? When your words are acceptable to God, when your words are pleasing to God, your spouse going to be all right. Now, if they're not all right, even when you're speaking acceptably to God, then they have the problem. You say, should I forgive them? If they, if, if they don't accept them, forgive them, then it's on them after that. You make your peace with God. You can't control what they do. You just can control how you react. Your response you say, they may not accept it. That's on them. That's between them and God. But you got peace from God. You see, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. Oh, Lord, my strength, my redeemer. When a spouse is nitpicking, hair splitting, judgmental, analytical, and has his or her spouse under surveillance, it steals the trust and drains the life out of marriage. As committed children of the only true and living God, we walk by faith and not by sight. Life on earth is not easy. Yet, even in the midst of trials and tribulations, we have joy, hope, peace, strength, and God's blessed assurance as we face trials. Best yet, we look forward to hearing our Savior say, well done, now good and faithful servant, and eternal life with our Lord and Savior. If you enjoy this kind of biblical teaching or would like to hear this message in its entirety, please visit us at Maranatha Bible Church, located at 7855 East Loop 1604 North in Converse, Texas, or call us at 210-821-5683. It's that time again. The Maranatha Bible Church family invites you to an interactive, life-changing adventure for the entire family during our annual Vacation Bible School held Sunday through Thursday, June 5th through the 9th at 6 p.m. daily. Join us as we sing, pray, and explore Bible stories as we unearth the truth about Jesus. Grow in your faith with us as we celebrate and give thanks to Christ. 
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.